Hi, Connor. Hi, Trenton. He was um, wearing a guy's face. He was wearing a guy's face. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you know those like face-off competitions where you like face off with someone? He won. <laughs> also, that was the worst cooking show imaginable. There was so much apparent food and no recipes. <laughs> there wasn't that much apparent food. Apparent to at least one of the characters. There wasn't that much. <laughs> <laughs> what did we watch today? We watched Silence of the Lambs. <sighs> which, uh, you know, so many screaming lambs in this movie. Talked about, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't actually exist. Um, yeah, this uh, this one's weird for me. Because, like, I don't find it nearly as disturbing as I feel like maybe I should. Because, like, a lot of people have talked about how creepy this movie is to me. And, it is like, really creepy. I think it's kind of creepy. That's because, like, we also prepped this with Seven because it's higher. And when you watch That's fair. Seven, and then you watch this, you're like, oh, okay. This is relatively <laughs> mundane. This is pretty, this is pretty tame. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's, it actually is slightly more vulgar than Seven was, I feel it like. It is, yeah. Uh, which is strange to me. Like, <laughs> I would say that... Seven isn't a particularly vulgar movie. No. Um, that is not where it gets you. It is, I would say, far more disturbing. And but, much more intense. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Um, but recommendations it, yeah um if you enjoy any of like your procedural crime dramas this is kind of what they're all based on like as far as tone and um sort of what they're aiming for i was just watching an ncis there were bones episode that is true yeah i i feel like this is what they're all trying to sort of recreate um so yeah if you're if you're at all interested in like criminal minds or csi or ncis or any of the hundreds of crime, crime shows i could yeah. name um i would say check this one out um it's kind of again i think it's kind of the blueprint for all of those i completely agree i think that makes total sense yeah it does feel like it um so i would only recommend it to people that fit your criteria and also are okay with being slightly squeamish like there were still parts of this where i'm like hmm. if i were by myself i probably that's would fair. just wouldn't watch it that's fair i mean this is this is definitely it earns its r rating yeah like, it very much undoubtedly yeah. yes it, um, it steps up to the plate when it comes to r yeah for sure I, I don't think that it like like i by no means do I think this is the most intense R-rated no, movie. Not like, at all. you know, making you go like. So it's interesting. I think the R rating probably has the most. Um, Movies on the top two fifty. Well, no, not not just that, but like the most range as oh, far as content. Like, because yeah. it can be everything from swearing a little bit more than another movie exactly. we'll watch goodwill hunting uh, on this list oh, at I know some goodwill point hunting. yeah and like that one's pretty that one's mellow pretty tame for an r movie yeah like yeah like like you know there's some it's on the edge for sure yeah there's some uh you know sexual talk and they say fuck a lot in that yeah. movie and that kind of thing and it's like okay whatever um 
and then like you can go all the way to not naming movies that we haven't gotten to yet so let's say seven yeah like exactly that's probably the furthest we've gotten on the list so far or schindler's list oh schindler's list yeah like and also those two are completely different art movies yeah you know? yeah like, and there's <laughs> there's so much range there so like yeah i think the R rating is super weird. <laughs> there was not any like explicit new. Oh, yes, there was. Never mind. There is, but it's in a spooky way. Yeah, and a lot of, with the exception of the one scene which I know you're referring to, <laughs> uh, there, otherwise there's not. For the most part, it's like it's there, but blink and you'll miss it kind of stuff. Exactly. Um, and none of it is supposed to be like attractive exactly. in any way. Um. You know, even that scene was supposed to unsettle you some. It does a good job. Yeah. It does a good job. So, does it deserve its place on the list? I would say yes. Yeah. Um, 22 or whatever and, it is right now. Yeah. And I would, I was talking to my mom on the way over here, and I'm like, the, the list is fluctuating wildly, which it's is something, crazy. which is something that I would not expect. Like, I was, pretty familiar with this list when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. It has stayed pretty stagnant. Until this since, year. Yeah. <laughs> 2023, since man, then, year for good movies. Um, yeah. And like even just weird upsets. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna be watching Interstellar for our next episode. Mm -hmm. That has sat under Saving Private Ryan basically since it came out. Yeah, it just passed. And it just switched with it. Like, it's super weird. Um, I'm going to put it on. I'm going to have a lot of good thoughts on But, yeah, I would, I would say, yes, it deserves it deserves a place on the list, yeah. and I think it deserves where it is on the list as well. Yeah, I, and I haven't seen anything lower yet, so yeah, caveats there. I think it deserves top 50 for sure. I just don't know where I would necessarily place it in the top 50 okay. so far. I will go <laughs> where, talk. where does it stack up in comparison to 12 Angry Men? It's, where, it's worse. It's not <laughs> as good as 12 Angry Men. Uh, that is uh, just, just a truth. Uh, actually, I need to go watch that again. You know, it's been almost, at this point, it's been almost a year since I've seen it. Let so you I need borrow to go it. watch it again. I can just go buy it. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah. watch it again. Be like, this is the annual refreshing of uh, is Clothing <laughs> Men still good? Uh, and the answer will be yes. Yeah, I mean, it's a great movie. And, just... and <laughs> it is better than Silence of the Lambs. Okay. If you haven't seen that episode yeah. yet, please go watch it. Or, well, and if you haven't seen 12 Angry Men, I mean, it's worth a watch. Yeah, too. I don't think I enjoy it quite <laughs> as much as you did, but. I like <laughs> Turtle Man. Um, so. <laughs> ratings um so this one's pretty wild for me i think it sits at i'd probably put it as an eight technical um there are some shots that just don't work for me yeah um there are some weird zoom shots and my enjoyment level for it is very dependent on my mood mm -hmm. um which is not normal for movies for me yeah it's only a um, couple that you've mentioned that yeah, and there will be less as we go further down the list. Um, but this one, today watching it, I was probably sitting at a nine, nice. a strong nine to a light ten. It's like, company. I I just really enjoyed it. That's good. Um, I've watched it sometimes and been like, mm. this is like a six yeah. on the enjoyment level. And so I think 
I think a large part of it is because it came out in 1991, six years before I was born. It's 32 um, years old. By the time I was old enough to watch it, yeah, like I had seen all of sort of the TV shows that the blueprints were. Exactly. And, so and I had already decided that I didn't like those. <laughs> and so if my feelings on those shows ever like sort of creeps in and I just feel like I'm watching an episode of generic crime TV. Yes. I get decreases. It. Yeah. I get really disappointed in it. I'm like, this is a good episode, but like, yeah, <laughs> it's still just an episode of generic crime TV. There were some really nice things like, Oh, I, I recognize this specific thing from uh, other movies. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. Really talking about that. Um, for me, I probably put it technical nine. Like some of the shots and stuff were weird, but I felt like it built the ambiance really well mm -hmm. and generally worked out pretty well in its favor. Probably only like a seven, six and a half in enjoyment. Like, okay. I didn't really like watching the movie. It okay, was that's fair. It was yeah. a good movie, but I was like, hmm. Hmm. I wonder how much of that is just like a like across the board when people yes, watch this how the much first time specifically like yeah like i think i liked it the first time i remember the first time i watched it i was on vacation with my family in california what? and he they does. had all gone to bed family bond oh never mind no 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 they, <laughs> they had all gone to bed and i'm like i'm gonna watch something so i watched this and american psycho and both of those are like and those both emotionally scarring I thought American Psycho is not. American for... Psycho's not for the faint of heart, yeah. but I, I don't necessarily know that it's emotionally scarring. That's true, but very little is emotionally scarring for you. That's true. So <laughs> I feel like I'm emotionally scarred from this movie. Just, Just wait slightly. until we get to, to, what is that, Once Upon a Time in America? Oh, great. That one will that one will wreck you. Things about this. And it sounds like it's a comedy, so I'm excited. It is not. <laughs> no, I, and that one, we'll, we'll get to that one, but like, that one for me, I don't know, just something every time I watch it unsettles me to an insane degree. Nice. That's so, great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm hoping that that means that like it's the opposite for me because a lot of the things that like unsettle you probably I'm won't. I'm normally, oh, good. Yeah. That's no. great. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. Um, Spoiler time. Yeah. I mean, I've already, I've already spoiled some stuff with the very first line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was wearing a guy's face. Yeah, but that could be metaphorical. Yeah, but now we've made it very clear that it's not. Could be metaphorical. <laughs> so, this is a Like, subscribe. Do all, the, yeah, do all of the YouTube things. Do all the YouTube um, things. Um, or the Spotify things or whatever. Yes, um, all of them. Yeah. Or whatever your podcatcher is of choice. Yes. Um, We'd love to hear from you all. And then leave. If you have not watch Silence of the Lambs, go watch that and then come back. Or you can say No. <laughs> <sighs> so, summaries. Uh, Clarice is an FBI agent who needs to find a serial killer named Buffalo Bill. Um, she does this by meeting with a, another serial killer who's in custody um, named Hannibal Lecter, who you've probably heard of. 
Um, and he's played by Anthony Hopkins, and he's great, and then she goes and does it. By accident. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Like, she's yeah. she's definitely following on it. Yeah, I know, she's like, doing all She's following the, the trails. Exactly. Yeah. No, she was being a good detective. Um, awesome. So, we have little baby Clarice, who isn't even an agent yet, is given a very, very monumental task of catching a serial killer, but she isn't told that, you know, it's kind of all just underhanded because she's a woman and so uh that's a very strong theme through the entire thing she's mm -hmm. a woman yeah remember that and uh <laughs> don't she forget has... <laughs> that clarice starling is not a man exactly uh <laughs> and uh, she goes makes friends with the serial killer to go and find another serial killer who she's less friends with and shoots <laughs> less friends with <laughs> yeah yeah that's uh that's accurate i will say the assignment, it seems to me, was like, hey, we need someone with a little bit less experience. That that particular aspect of it, I don't think was based on her being a woman. Like, there are a lot of things in this movie that are, but I think that... There are other man recruits. There are other man recruits, but She's like... She's one of, like, two woman, women recruits. Yes, but the... The only thing that we ever get to indicate that she got this job because she's a woman is from a dude that I don't think we trust the judgment of. <laughs> He's pretty accurate through the whole movie. Is he? Yeah. He's really killing people. But... No, 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 not him. No, uh, the warden. Oh, okay. He's yeah, the yeah. only one that makes any comment about it. It reminds me of the second year Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher, Lockhart. Yeah. Oh, Harry <laughs> Potter. Yeah, I can Spoilers see that. Yeah, that's not really a spoiler. <laughs> that's a good point, actually. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think he's the only only person who ever mentions it as like, oh, this is why you were given the job, right? Is because you know you can get Hannibal Lecter's blood up because yeah. he's always so chill. Well, yeah, but also so like she's a student. She is a student, but. Like, it's established early on, like, she is a very... a well-performing student. She's a well-performing student who has a history with the director because she was in one of his, in classes. One of his classes and did an incredible paper that he remembers to this day. Like, yeah. there's definitely they some said indication. Well. Yeah. And then she also fails one of the training simulations and gets shot. That's true. This is a very large risk. The yeah. director man is actually like, she's fine. She did a great yeah. job with what she had. They did a really good job of characterizing her as green. Oh, like, yeah. She, like, she made so many just taboo mistakes during this yeah. entire movie. Yeah. Um, but she was the one that needed to be on the case. My yeah. problem is with the director. <laughs> the director is not a smart man. Oh, no, I don't think he is. But I definitely think that, like, what I'm saying is I think that her getting the actual assignment had nothing to do with her being a woman or not. No, it had to be with him being dumb. You're right. Yeah. I, I will concede that. Yeah. It didn't have anything to do with um, being a woman. I mean, anything, I, but little yeah. less than... Yeah, and I would say, again, there are a lot of things in this that do have to do with her being a woman, and I think most of them are far more egregious than her getting the assignment. Sexuality is such a strong theme in this. Yes, it is. That I was, I was very surprised for a 32-year-old movie. Like... Yeah, <laughs> you should watch some movies from the 60s and 70s. <laughs> awesome. Okay, sounds great. No, the, uh, yeah, the, there's, I mean, the, the free love movement definitely worked its way into those movies. Mm -hmm. So, like, 
sexuality is very much at the forefront of a lot of them. Good to know. Um, I was just very surprised. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's very, very interesting. Um, so I'm, I'm going to jump ahead to, to themes on this one because nice. we're already kind of talking ahead. about yeah. it. Um, one theme that I actually found very interesting, and it's the first time I picked up on it, is that uh, the themes of um, transformation and metamorphosis yeah. are all through this movie. So much so. Like, and I think the most obvious is at the end after she shoots Buffalo Bill mm -hmm. and it shows the... I don't know what that's called. The paper thing that's yeah. like floating. Uh, I don't remember what it's called either. Yeah. It has two different images on both sides. Or the one image on both sides. and Yeah. Yeah. A different image on either side. Uh, showing the butterfly sort of flying in different perspectives. Yeah. And sort of that showing her transformation from sort of this green recruit to someone who is like a, an actual FBI agent. Absolutely. Um and like I, the the more obvious is with buffalo bill um wanting to be transsexual yeah transform um, themselves yeah uh basically like it's it's explicitly stated that he's not a transsexual but he hates who he is yep. and thinks that that makes him one yep um and so, like, him sort of trying to force this change that doesn't work. Mm -hmm. um, you watch the... Uh, what is her name? The girl in the well. The the victim. Uh, Alexis? Alexandra? Catherine? Christy? I think it's Christy. I think it's Catherine. Might be Catherine. I don't know. It starts with the C. And there's even a scene where they say, so wow, she's repeating her name. Yeah, and make, so her <laughs> make her a person, but we've forgotten her name. Um, Didn't work. Yeah, no. <laughs> she's a dog killer. It's a, or it, a, a, a dog threatener. Yeah. But like showing her transition from being sort of just a, like she's the, she's the lost dame in the woods sort yeah. of archetype at the beginning. And then by the end, she's like, holding the dog hostage exactly. and like ready to kill it. Yes. Um, so like watching that transformation mm -hmm. and like, there's just, there's so much. And I would say Hannibal Lecter's transformation is not actually like a transformation of his character, but it's a, trans a transformation of how we perceive him. And also of his um, containment. Yeah. Like it, it gets more lax as the movie progresses. Yeah. <laughs> until the, until, he's until free. the end where he <laughs> literally is not contained yes um he can't be but yeah i i really appreciated sort of the the themes of transformation that yeah. i was noticing this time through like no they're really I, good i had never picked up on that before i think partially because it's just far more subtle than sort of the um themes about sexism and that kind of stuff, which yeah. is very forefront in the entire movie. Completely. Um, this was like chock full of those kinds of themes. Yeah. Um, my favorite theme is uh, my now slight conspiracy theory that the real reason Buffalo Bill is doing all of this was to go and orphan cats. 
Uh, it's the first and last victims both owned cats. That's not a theme. <laughs> it is, it is, cats are a theme. That's Your a cats, motif. Cats are, oh, you're right. Thank you. It's But motifs are just small themes in <laughs> items or in settings. They're themes. They're just mini ones. Did All right. Graduate? I'll, I'll let you have this. Thanks. <laughs> so there's a cat motif along with the butterfly theme. No, no. the butterfly is also a motif. Yeah. <laughs> For the change that is the theme. That's interesting. <laughs> Maybe by the end of this, I'll actually have an understanding of uh, what both of those are. You know, it's wild how much of these kind of things you pick up on, despite the fact that you don't know what you're talking about. It's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Full of surprises. Yeah. Um, if you are ready, I would like to talk about Anthony Hopkins' performance in this. Hop to it. Because Hopkins to it. No. <laughs> <laughs> because it is absolutely You're spectacular. So good. Yeah. And like I understand why this got two more movies with him in it. I haven't seen either of them. Wait, that are follow-ups to Silence of the Lambs? Yeah. What? Well, okay, so Silence of the Lambs was actually a book. Um and it had other books in a series where Hannibal Lecter was sort of this re recurring villain. Whoa. Yeah. Um, and a lot of those were made into movies. Uh, I know there's Red Dragon and uh, I think I think one of them is just called Hannibal. Nice. I don't know. But again, I haven't seen any of them, but I can totally understand like how watching this performance, someone would just yeah. be like, let's let's make movies out of the other books. And again, I don't good? I don't know how good the other books were, but no. or the other, have you seen the other movies? No. Nice. Yeah, I have I have no clue. Yeah, <laughs> this is that's really cool. I didn't yeah. know that. That's fantastic. Um, he did a fantastic job. Yeah. So did um, Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. She did. Um, hers was a very different kind of performance. Though. Absolutely. No. Like, they both think they yeah. both really went into their roles and understood understood the assignment. Yeah. One of them is very, very intense. Yeah. Not much more difficult role <laughs> to play. And I would say what's incredible about Anthony Hopkins' role is just how little screen time he actually gets. Yeah. He isn't there for a ton of it. Like, but he commands when he's there. Yeah. Uh, if I remember correctly, he got 22 minutes of screen time in this two and a half hour movie. Wow. And his presence is felt in not every scene, but in most Majority. of them. It's only two hours. Yeah. Oh, is it only? Mm -hmm. Hour and 15 minutes. I was really surprised that we actually got a regular sized movie. <laughs> uh, well, with Interstellar for the next episode, we'll, uh, yeah. yeah, we'll be back to I'm our... I'm so excited for that, though. I love Interstellar. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, he did a fantastic job with the amount of time that he had in this. Yeah. Like, it's astounding. And if I remember correctly, at the time, he won the role for Best Supporting Actor with the shortest performance that had ever been done. He was surpassed by um, Alec Baldwin when he did Glengarry Glen Ross. He comes in for basically a speech. That's basically the entirety of his presence in the movie. That's fantastic. And it's such a great speech that he won an Oscar for it. <laughs> that's so good. What's Glengarry Glenn Ross? Um, so that's not on this list. Okay. Um, but it's a, it's a movie about um, 
I don't really know how to explain it. I guess, uh, like, uh, I'm forgetting the term for houses, houses, market things. Uh, the stock market? No. Real estate? Yes, real estate. Nice. Basically like real estate fraud. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sounds exciting. Yeah. And the Big Short was exciting. So. Big Short was great. Mm-hmm. This probably isn't the podcast to talk about <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it, but I will say The Big Short when it came out was my, it may have been my favorite movie of that year. Yeah. Like it, it was, was really good. It was so well done. Yeah. I think it was the same year as one, as one of the Star Wars, which is weird. One of the other Star Wars. Yeah, those don't count. Exactly. <laughs> um, perfect. So yeah. Um, any other standout scenes? Um, not that I can think of. I mean, oh, well. There's the scene between uh, Hannibal and Clarice when she first goes and meets him. Yeah, the entire um, scene is just. And there are there are so many video essays about how um, the camera is placed in the scene to kind of show the shifting power between the two characters, mm-hmm. which is like the most depressing kind of thing to watch when you want to be a filmmaker. Yeah. Because you watch that and you're just like, how am I ever going to do this? Exactly. Like, how am I, how should I be thinking about so this? This is so in depth. <laughs> like, there's no way for me to ever match this. Yeah. And then you realize like, okay, oh. you can make a really great film without necessarily having to have All this. All the artistic pieces. But you know, knowing that this is something that you can have in your arsenal is a good thing. Absolutely. But it is really discouraging when you first watch it and <laughs> just go imagine. like, really, like this is... the subtlety with which the camera like shifts from like a low angle to a high angle, angle to just kind of make the person feel small or big yeah. depending on what's going on. What's going on oh, and like so... going to eye level when they're like interacting on an even keel it's just it's so cool that's so cool i love that that's Um, really cool you did briefly bring up uh jodie foster's um performance in this which i wanted to get back to because it is really good and i think what's the what's most powerful about it is actually one of the last scenes where she's um going through the basement in the dark. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that entire because, scene section, and then the lights go off, is astounding. Yeah, um, and it is actually one of the things that, like, from a technical aspect, I have a problem with because yeah. of just the framing and like. I feel like the night vision with like the the goggle outline, uh-huh. it just feels so cheesy to oh, me. I thought it was really cool. Um, yeah, no, that makes everything sense. else about it, just like the atmosphere, is so oh, gripping that so I well. I totally get why someone wouldn't be bothered by it. Yeah, it just bothers me. But I think her performance in that is really part of what sells it, mm-hmm. um, because we've watched this entire movie where. She isn't completely emotionally put together yeah. in every scene, but she definitely sort of portrays a sort of stoic yeah, and strange sort confidence of yeah. generally throughout the entire movie. Yeah. Um, until we get to this scene <laughs> where she just looks frantic yeah. and like completely helpless. Yes. And despite kind of knowing like, okay, she's going to get him. 
Yeah. Like that's what has to happen. For yeah, yeah for, for that for that scene, like it almost feels like okay, maybe Bill has the upper hand here. Yeah. Um Bill's very silly not talking to them ahead of time. Yeah. That is one thing that's bothered me about it. And the fact that he like you could see his hand reaching out and it's like it's super creepy. Actually, I kind of liked that because like in but the all fact that, technicality, that's the kind of person he wants to become. Yeah. Like, and so he's not exceptionally happy about the fact that he actually has to just kill this person. That's fair. That's what I was getting. But we've already seen that he is willing to use brute force. Yeah. And so the fact that he's like got his hands all around her head and like vital areas yes and doesn't go for the kill with his hands exactly i'm like that's a really good point like that that just kind of gets to me where i'm like just the normal like gun clocking like that yeah yeah no like it's definitely in slow-mo so like the gun cocking doesn't bother me as much oh no sorry no like you could just take the gun and whack her over the head oh you mean like like pistol yes (laughs) okay thank you yes that's the term um yeah so yeah, that that That's bothers a me point. a little I hadn't bit. Even thought about that. That's a good, um, very, very good point. But again, these are these are nitpicks are in nitpicks. an otherwise great film. Yeah, it, it it added to the ambiance and also this person wasn't totally put together. Yeah, um, this wasn't a person that he wanted necessarily to like maintain, which is why yeah. I think they they used physical force mm-hmm. as often as they did. Yeah. So yeah, cool. this is this is a pretty. Like, I don't think it's as sprawling as something like Seven Samurai, Mm -hmm. but it is still a pretty dense film. Um, And I I think there's a lot to get into here. Um, I just don't necessarily know where to start. Again, we started a couple different times. So I think we're like getting to a point where we've hit a lot of the major things. It is a well, very well done movie. Yeah. Um, and some of the things that it goes and tries to look at. The number that it can put into one movie and not feel heavy in that way, like thematically yeah. heavy, is insane. Like, it hits sexism, it hits um, transformation and sexuality, transformation and sexuality. Mm-hmm. Like, those are not easy topics to yeah. hit in one movie. Yeah, uh, so. and it drills pretty deep into some of them. Yes. The sexism one is interesting because as prevalent as it is through the film it feels like it only kind of gets scratched on the surface yeah you know there there are some really great moments where like one of my favorites is when she's riding in the car with him on the way back and he's Mm -hmm. like you know that i wasn't saying that to try to like get to you yeah um or anything like i didn't actually think that i just needed to get the guy out of there yeah um and, and she's like, you're like, you're basically undermining the my big. Yeah. You're the big cops. Like other cops look at. Yes, look you, up to you. Yeah, like yeah, whatever. Yeah, you, to whatever see. you're doing. Yeah, they'll, they'll be doing as well. I loved that. That was yeah. really, really, really good. Um, also, the one-liners in this from Hannibal every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Like, I love your jacket. <laughs> oh, the, like, love the suit. Love the suit. <laughs> so good. And oh, he has yeah. a couple of those just throughout the movie. Like I have to go and have a. I'm having a friend for dinner. <laughs> you know, like I'd love to stay and talk, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. <laughs> exactly. And so, like, it's just so 
morbid and i love it the, <laughs> like, the one-liners from him are fantastic <laughs> like yeah uh, and uh, the way that he's portrayed when killing people is also like again yeah. his performance is just astounding yeah really really well done his ability to switch from just like sort of this unbreakable stone statue of a person yeah to animalistic violence it's just so cool because yes. he makes it so believable from both sides and like that again that transformation is yep. totally believable yep which doesn't feel like it should be nope. um and yeah that's such a good job i love his performance in this yep. and yeah and this is just uh, one of the other things. I had caught the, uh, oh, they're going to wheel him away into the ambulance. Like, as soon as I saw the person on the ground, essentially, in my brain. Yeah. Because it's a trope that's been used so many times now yeah. by a lot of other really good movies because <laughs> it was a really good one. You yeah. know, like, go and create a mutilated face, put it on yourself for as enough of a disguise. You're about the same build. <laughs> no one's going to, like, check your height. Yeah. Uh, and get rolled out of there. Yeah. I, I guess I... I didn't pick up on that the first time I watched it. It was only because I've seen it done. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's wait, we know that he has to leave. Otherwise, it's pointless that we have this entire scene section. So how is he going to leave? That guy's obviously dead. We're not going to do anything with him. I wonder how He's much of this is, is like people who actually sit back and like <laughs> analyze, okay, why are we seeing what we're seeing? As opposed to people like me who are just like, I'm watching this and waiting to see what, yeah. what they're giving me the yeah. first time. Absolutely. No, completely. Um, cause like my wife, the first time she watched this was like the moment he, like the guy was on the ground, she's like, well, Hannibal's gone. So obviously that's he's, the, yeah. I'm like, okay, <sighs> that's fine. <laughs> this reveal meant nothing to me. <laughs> I love that. And yeah, no, well, I could see Trinity, both Trinity and Micaiah would just find it yeah. as a thing. Um, and I think I've been infected a little bit by that. <laughs> um, if a story, like, if it gets goes faster, I normally don't have enough time or don't want to necessarily process it, but it gives me so much time. Yeah, that's true. at certain points was slow enough where I was like, okay, I'm bored for just long enough to think through what the story structure means. Yeah, and that's now fair. I'm here, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine. I think, I think it was just fast enough for me when I first watched it, yeah. like you have all of the stuff happening and then the blood starts dripping from the elevator. And I'm like, just before I'm like, okay, I'm going to get bored here in a second. Exactly. And you get the blood dripping from the ceiling and I'm like, where's the blood coming, coming from? from? <laughs> and so I think like the moment that that happened, I'm like, okay, I'm completely re-engaged. Like what's going to happen That's here? Fantastic. That's so good. I'm so glad. That so different people. Yeah. That's very nice. <laughs> very pleasant. Um, yeah. Fantastic. This is, this is a good movie. Yeah. No, like, and again, it is a very well done movie. Like it has fantastic technical aspects. Yeah. Um, the content was disquieting. Oh yeah. That's it's supposed it. to be a little exactly. bit. It's supposed to be a little disquieting, you know? <laughs> This isn't, uh, it hits the, it almost hits the uncanny valley of disquieting for me. Okay. Like, Shawshank Redemption disquiets you in a, just an absolutely wrecking way. Like, it highly commits. The Seven even does that. I think I yeah. technically enjoyed Seven more than I enjoyed Sounds of the Lambs. Oh, really? Um, I mean, I did too, but I'm also kind of macabre. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's what we love about you. One of the things. Oh, okay. Things. You also have nice hair. Thanks. Um, <laughs> and because it commits so strongly to like one central theme and like idea. Like, yeah. And it just hammers it on it. That's true. Yeah. Um, this one, like for what the benefit is, you could go and hit a lot of really cool, complex themes and it was a really well done movie, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have the emotional weight as much as um, oh, I would, newer, I would certainly agree. Newer films yeah. and older films. Yeah. Which doesn't factor in. <laughs> All right. Well, um, next week's film is Interstellar. Thank goodness. Ugh. And you space. have seen that one, yeah? I've seen it at least twice, and I'm looking forward to a third time for sure. Okay. Uh, I've learned more about black holes recently, so I'm oh, cool. excited. I get the feeling that uh, <gasps> next week... Um, the roles might be reversed a little bit as far as who knows a little bit has, has a little bit more of like the fringe knowledge of the movie. Maybe a little, but I don't know like a ton about the movie, but it hits both poetry and science, both of which are things that I adore. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy poetry, but unfortunately the poetry that I enjoy also just completely drains my life out of me. So what does that mean? You're reading zombie poetry? No. Well, <laughs> no. Usually just very, very depressing poetry. I don't... I can't read poetry for very long. It makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> There's certain music that, that does that for me. Um, but yeah. Uh, and as far as black holes go, I know basically the stuff that uh, I learned from researching things around this movie. So that's fantastic. Um, I know that doing research on black holes for this film uh, actually led to breakthroughs in modeling and modeling yes. of black holes, which it's is so super cool. cool. <laughs> but I feel like that's something we should talk about next week. Agreed. So until then, how do we end this? <laughs>